welcome to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, and Spotify. And y'all, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on your Island TV app. Also, follow us on Instagram. Hit us up in our DMs at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara. So what are we calling this episode? Um, Has the quarantine left you ugly? I don't know. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) But first off, I have to kick off this Ratchet Minute. So last week, we were chopping it up about Andrew Gillum, who was the former um, mayor of Tallahassee, and he actually ran for the governor of the state of Florida. So pictures have surfaced of his rendezvous in the South Beach Hotel with the um, with the two uh, gay Cuban guys. I know you've seen it because I know I sent it to you. So (laughs) I'm All I know is, is that this is, it has been a setup. So what the pictures clearly show is um, Andy G laid out on the floor. He looks like laid out naked, mind you, Mm -hmm. no clothes on. Mm -hmm. And the the guy is, somebody's obviously taking a picture over him. So it looks like he might've like threw up on himself or something and the guy's taking a picture but the guy the dude is holding down I can't explain it other than to say like the dude is like standing on his hand to like take a good angle of him so balls out and everything it's oh standing on what do you think he's yeah you see his foot in the picture almost as if like trying to get like the right angle he's obviously like Smokey would say you got knocked the fuck out we know that you know this wasn't from a punch I mean apparently this was from drugs um, looks like they just like last night was mad real and I just Man. heard the sex capade. Like it was like, come on, let's go. Sex capade. We'll have a good time. That's what I heard. You know, leave your worries behind. Is that, Ooh, that, the, a, cheek, a is that the cheeks clapping in the background? Wait. And then I heard, um, Cedric from the last OG said, get on up dick like a. Cedric in the last OG. Come on now, Dick Lecker. <laughs> Get up. Wake up, Dick Lecker. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a mix. You got oh. knocked the fuck out. Get up, oh, Dick Lecker. It's just like, I don't know how you're going to come back from these. Like, they got proof. I, it means it's such a setup, but that doesn't take away from what you're getting set up with. That was crazy it was too much for my eyes yeah so, that, yeah you have those were not friends i mean you know you party you party you know uh he's doing what he wasn't supposed to do blah 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 but you know you're deceiving you know some some lives on the other end so forget us you know like we're outsiders like you have a wife you have kids um uh, yeah it's, so look, it's, just, it's ratchet all the way around so Ouch. i'm mm. That was a sex capade. Yeah, and that was a setup. Like the fact that they took pictures of him while he was out of it. And then one of them ended up overdosing, right? So it's like, oh, wait, 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 call the police. Like, yeah, that, that was the story. I don't know. I just, oof. So he's going into, so and he said he was going into um, rehab. Oh, okay. 
uh, for the, well, he said he was a, he said it was drinking. That's all he was doing. But clearly you can look at these pictures. I mean, there's pills. It's, it's, it's such a frame because they, they got pills on the bed and yeah. I, I, booty juice on the pillows. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> we'll have a good time. Mm. Leave your worries behind. Come in, get some meth. No, let me stop. Well, stop. A sex capade. It started off as a good time and it just got to be a little bit too much. And, you know, that was some like taking advantage of like, dude, you're not in college. Like, I, you know, you party. I'm like, like who, who does that in college? But you know what? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. You never woke up and was like, where am I? Mm, and was like, oh, thank God I'm in my dorm room. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, not like that. Ooh, thank God I'm in my dorm room. Ooh. I made it back to my bed. Ooh. Come on now. <laughs> no, I never woke up naked on the floor. Oh, oh. Knock, knock on glass. What kind of party days did you have? It wasn't a good night if you didn't wake up naked, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Shadabra. <laughs> I'm just joking. This is a little ha ha ha. Come on, come on. Come yeah, on. Come it, on. it, it was, was, it was. Just a little Look, ha ha ha. I just wish him well. Like, let's just get it together. I'm sorry they leaked them pictures. I knew it was coming though. I did, I did. I did have a feeling. I'm like, oh, the way that they set the story up, the pictures are coming. So they're here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, so to keep with this ratchet, because I think all of us have been living in this this age of self quarantining and social distancing. Many of us are working from home um, and just trying to get through this new way of life. And I think what is happening, at least what I'm seeing, is uh-huh. this self-quarantining has left a lot of us uh, to be undesirables. Mm. Mm. <laughs> for yourself, I know for me personally, like, my hair is not done. I have not had a manicure, pedicure in weeks. My nails is hurting because I need to get them done. And um, Sue Chin, she didn't, they, she didn't shut down the, the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't worn makeup in a couple of weeks either since they've told us, you know, we need to basically social distance ourselves and stay inside. Right. No waxing. I think right. you and I were talking about uh, doing the in-home wax. I'm like, I've, I've done that one time. I'm, I'm not satisfied. So I don't Listen, I'm going to be doing that. Nails done, hair done, everything did. No matter what, I'm head to toe. So I just washed my hair. I have short hair. Thank God. So I can maintain my hair. I can do that. I just got my nails done before we went into um, quarantine. So my nails are not that bad. And I did my, actually I had a pedicure. I happened to change the color the other day. So I'm good. Mm. Plus my oh, own eyebrows. I'm, oh, excuse, excuse me. Hold on a minute. Armpits are starting to, you know, they, they look like they need a little help. I'm, you know, I don't like to shave. So I might have to figure that one out. You can always nair. Um, and I say this now, but I'm going to follow up with you in a week. I might be like, hello, it's me well, from the other side. <laughs> Well, uh, me on the other hand, I mean, I look like I've been kicking rocks up a mountain with my toes. (laughs) My kitty is wolfing. My kitty is now a werewolf. Uh, I've had conditioner in my hair. I've been conditioning my hair. That's the one good thing. I've been conditioning my, my, my hair like every other day. That's nice. Um, you know, I'm no lashes. So you know how I feel about my lashes. I've not had anything doing with my lashes and um oh now I'm, that 
you know that's I'm feeling real silly right now. I'm just saying. Like I'm don't you feel good that like listen, I like the see, and I I think I've done like a different face mask like every other day. Like my skin is looking pretty good. And then on top of it, wearing no makeup. So for all you ladies who like contour and do the whole like takes me an hour and a half and it looks amazing, I'm sure you are just glad to be like, I'm saving my makeup. I'm not doing shit. Like it is, it is, because that's money. Makeup is expensive, yeah, and it's time. No. <laughs> Just to take a little break from it, I mean. Me I mean, no, the know. break has, no, I will say, like, you're right. The break has been nice, like, you know, like I said, I get to, I'm conditioning my hair. I, I actually, like, took an Epsom salt bath, you know, like, mm-hmm. soaked for, like, an hour. Because, mm-hmm. you know, life, life gets, I, I work, I work from home anyway, you know, I run my consulting business at home, but, so I'm, I'm, I am home. But this is just, this is a different kind of flavor because everybody's home. You know, everybody ah. that I talk to, pretty much everybody is home and trying to, you know, trying to stay away from being bored. Yeah, Although I, I will say, I put together, I, I mean, I have a whiteboard and I have like 38 things that I need to do that have nothing to do with work and just, you know, like I, personal administrative stuff. That's what I call it. So I have been getting through that. But other than that, um, it's like real crazy around here. Like, you'd be lucky if I brush my teeth because just Ooh. to go from my bedroom downstairs to my uh my home office. <laughs> I like the meme that said it showed like a girl putting her makeup on. She's like, "This is me getting ready to go to the living room." <laughs> Love that. That's I mean- the best. I'm making real judgment decisions. Like, do I need to do all of that? No, I just. I love it. The gas has stayed in my car. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still getting up to go to work, you know, so I'm still going back and forth very, you know, so there's still some normalcy to my day, but at the same time, just the whole, you're going right back home. Like my usual, like running target, going to the gym, like, you know, going to comedy shows, like a lot of this stuff is like shut down. And yeah. that's the part. So, that, people... and that's, I mean, my gym shut down. So yeah. I got tricked. I got tricked because I, I was, I was on, I was at 24 hour fitness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had to shut down. Right. So I went, I joined nine round and, you know, I wasn't sure like, you know, because it's small and they can, you know, 10 people a lesson, they're going to stay open. Can I tell you how they, the, I joined day one by day three, they were closed. And I understand, you know, the things were the mandates for changing in terms, but I was like, if y'all don't stop playing with me, I want my nope. $150 back. Yeah, no, so, my, but they do. I'm in here um, doing the free Zumba, which I, I'm I telling think. you, I posted something. <laughs> I saw you cracking up and I started laughing. His little foot, he was doing a little step. I was like, oh, I this is dig funny. It. I was like, I don't know if I'm doing the, the Irish jig or is this, is this Zumba? I can't, I'm like, I'm dying laughing at these classes because it's, it's I'm like, I'm laughing at myself. I'm laughing at what I'm watching. I can't, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. my life come to? I have rhythm. Why is this white man telling me how to dance? I have rhythm. What the fuck? (laughs) Like you're in the matrix, right? I saw that. I was like, what? Come on now, Todd. Like, fuck out of here. I was so funny. He put his hand up. He did a little move. I was like, oh man, this is fun. This is (laughs) I, yo, I fell out in, in giggles. Like, I could not take it. I'm like, what kind of Zumba is this? What kind of but, class? Yeah, <sighs> that, that was funny. That was Dosey Joe, your partner. But have you seen um, have you seen these TikTok videos that are, like, all going viral? Yeah, they're being posted on and Instagram. Yes. I, I haven't done one. I'm, I'm liking the little routines. They're real short and sweet. They're cute. You have, like... We could do one. Let's do... Can we... Yeah, we, you got you to gotta learn it. I mean, you got time. You can learn it. <laughs> Shit. No, what you go? What? 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 You count my quarantine time. 
giving you Chuck E. Cheese tokens over here. My, my you QT. got time. Okay. QT, literally. Quarantine time. Yeah, you got time. We can figure that out. But there is um, a video that has surfaced of about four gentlemen in a prison. Don't know exactly where, but they're like obviously locked down and they are doing the TikTok challenge. I and did see that. That that right there, I mean, it was just like, oh yeah, right. I took a double take. I'm like, oh shit. They are really they're locked up. Mm-hmm. They're really locked up doing the TikTok challenge. In the jail and, cell. It's real out here. And first you think, like, how do they get a phone? They're not supposed to have a phone. And then wow, I just, now somebody put it in a We'll have a good time. <laughs> Leave your worries. <laughs> it's like the oh, Yeah, they were in there. I mean, shoot. They hey, i I've talked to people who've been incarcerated and they let you know in a heartbeat, like we have everything in there. Like <laughs> we have I will tell you one thing. I had a girlfriend and she met a guy online and I remember her telling me like, he's good looking. I was like, yeah, girl. And then she's like, why is it that every time he said he's coming from like his construction job, which is why like he's by a locker and it just looked very like hokey, like the t-shirt, like, and it turned out that he was in prison taking pictures of himself. Oh, I've had somebody tell me that before too. Like mm. you think they outside, they live mm. in their best life and they mm. locked up. Talking mm-hmm. about, yep, mm-hmm. and she and when she told me that, I was like, oh my god! Like I just, we laughed about it. I was like, wow. Because remember back in the day, I'm, I don't know if you remember, but mm-hmm. they used to take the jail pictures in jail, but they would have the backdrops. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? Mm. Many, many a yeah. brother. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Take a picture by a painted uh, Mercedes Benz 500 oh, yeah. SEL. I think that's nice that the you know prisons have that little. And then you have people taking pictures of their family sometimes, stuff like that, you know, you know. So anyway, (laughs) look at me all sensitive. So the TikTok videos, gentlemen, good job. You guys practice it. Very nice. Um, Yeah. On another quarantine note, uh, the New York City Health Department says uh, when they want to give some uh, sex tips about this coronavirus, Mm -hmm. no orgies. Okay. Damn it, man. (laughs) Just in case you thought, oh, you oh. thought you were coming to the the swingers thought they were coming to a party this weekend. No, ding dong, no, not this weekend, Gary. <laughs> we gonna do what we gonna do? I get the email, man. You guys canceled. Sorry. <laughs> Where's that pop up party gonna be now? People are still partying. I'm, I'm sure they're still doing what they're not supposed to be doing. But yeah, this as if somebody needed to be told. Like, mm. oh, by the way, no orgies. By the way, <laughs> oh right, right. Let me take it off my calendar. <laughs> the big red. <laughs> well, how many of y'all is getting together? <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you ever go through. Uh, how many y'all gonna be over there? <laughs> no more than three. Come on, Ginger. Then, um, as if it doesn't get any better, I don't know if you saw the picture of the Denver Nuggets NBA player, Jamal Murray, and he posted himself getting head, a.k.a. sloppy toppy from his girlfriend. Yeah, so you remember, you, I was trying to get the link, so I guess by the time it was all said and done, they had taken it down. So I didn't get to to see all of the all the rest. Yeah. But tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me all about so, it. So I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't see his face. I just see his, his, uh, his big cock and it was big and he had his hair look like he's going through the Corona, uh, quarantine. Cause he had a lot of taco meat from his thighs to his area and his, um, girlfriend, white woman, she was really giving him that Becky. 
And she was going in. And I guess apparently this is his girlfriend. So it was like, why would they post that? Like, what's that about? And what she oh, she's a snow bunny? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 2520? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what came out about that was um, he said that he was hacked. His IG was hacked. And he uh, apologized, you know, about the whole incident because a week prior, he uh, he had a video that went viral. It was a clip of him playing piano, like kind of conveying like, you know, the whole message of social distancing. So he showed like a very like, mm -hmm. side of himself and it went to like, oh, look what I can do. Look what I can do at home alone. <laughs> he showed a totally different side of himself. And um, yeah, <laughs> reading rainbow. He showed him the side. <laughs> Take a look. Becky, Becky on the microphone. Becky was on Becky. the mic. Becky, he was, yeah, she was getting down. I was like, wow. But it didn't make sense anyway. Like, why would you post your girlfriend doing that? Like, why would you, if y'all have a thing with yeah, each other? Yeah, because it's too many steps. It's like, once you, if you record it, I can see that. Okay, fine. Uh -huh. you record it on your phone. But how many steps you got to go through to post it? You can I, see, would you say, Tiff, you can now. see that? You can record it? You can see that? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, do do tell. Keep going. So yeah, so he was hacked. Um, were you were you hacked? You wanna you wanna tell us something? <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah. So that's it. I mean, I don't know. So everybody's having their way of spending their time quarantining. Whether you're keeping your upkeep um top notch or it's dropping below the belt, literally. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever you do, uh, keep it safe. And remember, no orgies, people. No yeah, orgies. Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, well, too bad. Too bad, too sad for you, dear old dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, let's All go. Right. Got, to Got to move on. So, we are now at the Woke Minute. So, this is the segment of the show where two pretty silly sisters must get serious. Are we serious? <clears throat> da dum, that's a law and order. Da dum. <clears throat> yes, I'm here. I put my. We should play that. We should play that. So. Yep. Um, I wanted to talk about. So I watched over the weekend because of I had plenty of quarantine time. I watched Undefeated, which is, I, I wouldn't call it a biopic. It's kind of it's a docu series on a little bit of the life of Sarah Breedlove, which we all know as Madam C J Walker. Uh, she was played by Octavia Spencer, who was in that crazy movie. Ma, what is it, Mama or Ma? Yeah, Ma. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it's the story of Madam C.J. Walker. I think, as we all know, she started out as uh, uh, she was a laundry woman and, you know, a farm labor laborer. And she actually became one of the most successful, one, the first self-made millionaire in the United States, black, white or other. Um, she had one daughter, Lilia, who in the movie was played by Tiffany Haddish. A little spacey, a little off, but, um, uh, you know, pretty good. I think she... You know, I think we know Tiffany Haddish. She's kind of the she's a comedian, so she tried to like bring a little bit of comedy to the character, which you know might have worked. Mm -hmm. um, and then Blair Underwood, with his still fine ass, mm -hmm. played CJ, which was her third husband, and of course it's CJ Walker, so he had a lot to do with the naming. So some people think that um, Madam CJ Walker was a thief because you know the idea that she stole this product or the idea of the product from this other woman who was played by Carmen Jogo in the movie, um, in the series. I think it's a four-part series. I watched it all. Um, I actually don't buy into all that. I, you know, I look at her as 
you know, the woman who really wanted black women to feel beautiful in an age and in a time where, um, you know, politi- black hair politics, it was really serious. And it still is serious to this day. I mean, we know that the the conversation when it comes to black women's hair and what's good hair and what's not good hair. So, right. you know, it was very real at this t- in the times we're talking about the late 1800s. Um, so, you know, Miss Walker was really, or Madam C.J. Walker was a real, really about female entrepreneurship. And, you know, I was even seeing how she made other women, you know, whether they were going to own salons or, you know, own their own businesses. And, you know, she was also like a great philanthropist. She gave to a lot of different organizations. And this was all before she had the right to vote. Let's not Mm. forget that. So, you know, what I see is she was revolutionary. Um, and I like the way that she was portrayed. You know, it was a little bit funny. Um, I like how Netflix kind of, you know, they they made it. It was like a four part series, so and each part was like forty five minutes. It doesn't it doesn't span her entire life. And I think some people I've been list, looking at the reviews, and they were kind of like, you know, it doesn't give how she came up, and you know how she was a child of uh, slave sharecroppers and all that. But I think the most important parts were captured. Okay. Um, some things I did not like was the soundtrack so you know some movies and some tv shows is like the soundtrack is so banging you know you're gonna be you're gonna be in i didn't i didn't think it matched up i swear i heard uh swagger like us what's hmm. the song about no oh. one on the corner have a swagger like us. I, I swear i heard that was that was kind of like what the soundtrack was that and um there was a part of it where they were where they were weaving in like these boxing scenes these imaginary boxing scenes between Madam CJ and, you know, whoever her opponent was, uh, they could have done without that. So besides that, though, I think it was, um, you know, it was pretty good and it's worth the, it was worth my quarantine time, to be honest with you. Did you see it? You strongly suggested. No, I haven't. When you mentioned it today, I'm like, okay, that's on my to-do list of movies that I have to watch. When I first saw that, um, you know, trailer, I'm like, okay, that's definitely on my to-do list. Um, You know, we, as black women, we have such a deep history to our hair. And granted, we're in an era now where we're wearing wigs and weaves and, you know, pieces and, you know, but there was a time where we had to work with exactly what we had. So um, I don't know any black woman today that if you were to say Madam C.J. Walker for anybody, like, who's that? Like, I don't I don't I can't. That's like such a big historical, you know, name for us. I mean, we can go back to uh, hair grease from Dax, TCB, Bergamot, hot combs. Mm -hmm. You know, I talk about it in my jokes. Hold your ear. Um, Growing up with white girls and my hair being like such, you know, the big topic, you know, whether it was greasy, whether it moved, Mm -hmm. um, making other white people feel uncomfortable and, you know, holding our hair up to their standards. So we're at an era now where. you know, there are uh, bans about, you know, discrimination based on hair in the workplace. And it's been like such a big thing. And I'm like so proud of how far we've evolved when it comes to our hair, because, you know, I'm sure you you remember hearing people say, especially, you know, don't uh, if you want to lock your hair, if you want to do something natural, wait till you get the job. And once you're in and you have the job, then you can do what you want with your hair. Until then, you have to, you know, do things to pacify, you know, uh, white culture. And we're, we're breaking out of that, you know? So if you look at Madam CJ Walker to make, you know, black women feel beautiful at that time to where we are now, we've come so far. So, uh, I know that there's a crown act as of right now. And, um, I know New York city, we're pushing for that. And, you know, there will be no discrimination on here, even though they say there won't be, there always will be. 
But, you know, right. sister, sister, wear your crown. Be proud to wear your crown. I have a short haircut. Um, I love when I see women that have, you know, natural hair. The bigger, the better. Um, one of my girlfriends, she always tells her daughter, you know, you got to rock your black girl magic because, you know, she gets comments in school about her hair being, you know, too big or frizzy or and her mother has to, as a black woman, you got to always tell your daughter, you know, uh-uh, that's your black girl magic. You got to really uplift, you know, your child as a brown girl because the world will not. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I agree with that. Um, you know, and as, as for me, I, you know, I always say, well, I, I have hair, but I love rocking a wig. I love weave. I really do. And I, and you know, I'm, I'm unapologetic about it because the same way if I want to rock a ponytail or pigtails is, you know, my go-to is the same way that I'm wearing hair, um, down past my ass. That's just me. And you so have long I, hair. You have, yeah, you have long hair. You like many of my girlfriends who wear wigs and weaves. They have long hair under there, braided up, long hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm and I'm well with it. You know, like I said, I'm I'm in, I'm in conditioning it and taking care of it. But if I want to throw on, you know, and you know, like I I wear red weed, a, a a red wig. I wear a blonde one. I I have no. I think that is it's it's just like changing your clothing and putting you know and that's your style so and I and I look at it as that and I'm there is no shame in it I love my hair I love my hairs I love the hair that I buy I love the hair that grows out of my head mm-hmm. I, I, I love it all so I'm, I'm definitely about empowering uh, making sure that women are empowered and, and feeling good about who they are and it doesn't you know there was that whole debate about black women wearing blonde hair as if there's black women that don't have blonde hair because they do but um you know, I I don't think that's anybody's business in terms of what, you know, what makes a woman feel good about herself or what she feels like she wants to wear on her head. Yeah, um, this is true. Shouldn't be a big debate. So, but um, I appreciate Madam C.J. Walker. You know, she didn't invent the hair comb, but she was the one who really revolutionized the use of it. And we all know growing up, I know you you and I know yeah. about that high comb, especially right. on Easter Sunday by the oven. Yeah, yeah. Watch, hold your ear, hold your ear, you know, burns. All yeah. kind of burns. Like, how, how many bubbles did you get on your on your ear? Listen, the, the maintenance that goes into black hair, and like, like, you know, this Corona is happening and, you know, I got to be still, I can't get to the hairdresser. Um, I used to go to sleepovers with my white friends and my mother and grandmother, which we, we have the same, I couldn't go until I knew how to do my own hair. I remember, I will never, like I had a class, like, mm-mm. like here's your Ziploc bag, here's your pink rollers. Okay. Here's your, here's your hair bonnet and here's your scarf. Okay. And here's your robe and your slippers. And you don't come out of that room and say good morning to nobody's parents until you brush your teeth. <laughs> I mean, it was a whole class. Take your rollers out. Like, it was just like, you you can't wake up looking crazy. Like, hair maintenance was, you know, because I was the only little brown girl. And it was like, and I'll never, I will never forget uh, spending the night at my friend Kim's. And we woke up in the morning. Her mom made breakfast. And I had my, um, what was it? Was it was it like a bonnet or something on my head? A hairnet. Because mm-hmm. mommy curled my hair the night before. So, you know, you have to keep your curls together. And we had to be like in what? I don't know. We were in maybe fifth grade, if even that. And I remember uh, my friend had asked her dad, what, what is that on Shatara's head? And I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, um, he, he told her, he was like, that, that's a, it's a, it's a, what'd he say? He, he said, that, that's for her hair. Your grandma wears the same one. She's like, oh, Okay. And I just remember like, oh, wow. Like I was so embarrassed. Like it was just like third world to her. Like what's that on Shatara's head? I was like, bitch, I'm sitting right here. 
<laughs> but now you use as a part of your comedy, you put on a hair bonnet. Yeah, I wear my head scarf, talking about, you know, uh, dating the white guy and putting on my scarf. And by the way, it's like, you know, that's jokes. But, you know, um, you know, just just how to how, how do you kind of make that cultural um, exchange with somebody who, you know, has no idea and you, you want to maintain and be yourself. Like that's one piece of me that I'm not switching up. Like even when I see movies and it's like, you know, all black women and they're all going to bed. If they don't put on scarves, we're like, oh, bullshit. She would have put on her scarf. We all mm. say that, right? <laughs> our Absolutely. scarf is like, that is like our staple piece of like black women. That is like our black women origami. It's like our head scarf at night. So yeah, we have a lot of, we have a lot of little um, things that make us us. You know, it's a cult. It's a cultural black woman thing. You know, we've been doing our damn thing, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I just think I think the bottom line is don't touch my hair. That's all. Don't touch my hair. Yeah, Solange put it best. Don't touch my hair. Yeah, and I've I've had that happen a lot. Want to reach out and you know, oh, and can I? And no. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Well, moving on. Um, I know everybody is tired of talking about this coronavirus, but we do need to talk about it. We have to. Um, Especially since there are so many developments and there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So I just wanted to kind of go through some of the things that I'm seeing. I actually think that this would be, um, this is going to be like more than a two-part series here because this is ongoing. I think we are... Um, as a nation and just globally, this is the free fall. And at some point we've got to, um, we're going to, we got to hit the ground at, at some point. That being said, um, the coronavirus, I, I think it is, uh, I think we we can all pretty much agree that it is a man-made um, a disease uh, virus. I actually am of the idea that this is some sort of bioweapon um, because my research has said that it has strains of HIV and MERS and what's the other one? SARS. SARS. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's, this is not, that's not biological. That's not something that's, you know, can happen in nature. So, you know, I don't think the question is, is it man-made? I think we can all um, agree to that. I think the question is, why was it made and who sent it out? Um, into society, into the world. So there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon for all of them. Um, you know, I know we've heard of them. Some are saying it's, you know, it was sent by the Democrats to destroy Trump's presidency. There's all different kind of um, conspiracy theories out there. You know, it was started at 9-11. Um, it's under the operation to overthrow this uh, deep space government, which I'll get into in a minute. But I think no matter where it came from or why or how, um, I think we all are feeling the effects of this, which I will call a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know that the that we've been kind of lax on calling it that, but you know we see and understand that people are getting sick. So we do know that it started in Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know if if you're setting the political stage here. The United States, we've always been battling with China in regards to their technology. From my understanding is, um, you know, we know that China has been very technologically advanced. Um, and there is this talk of 5G, um, which is, and I want to, I'm going to actually devote an entire podcast or, or a percentage of our woke minute um, to 5G, but I'll, we'll get into that probably the next one. But basically it's the radio frequency that, can cause cancer. 
Um, that has been shown time and time again by different studies because it's this linking the cell phone use to cancer because it affects your central nervous system. Um, but look, I, I definitely want to explore that in one of our upcoming episodes. However, um, just to talk about how it was spread and why it was spread. So is there a connection between Wuhan, China, where we know they have this 5G technology, where we even understand that they have as high as like 17G technology. Um, and then the videos that we've seen of people falling out in China getting sick, you know, is there a connection between that and this spread of this, uh, of the coronavirus? Um you know, and the idea that there may be a vaccine, which now the government is saying that it could take up to, it's like 18 months to two years before it can be out there. So I'm, you know, I look at all this stuff with a side eye. I, I, I always, um, you know, I want to know what the truth is. I want to know. And I'm, you know, I am, I'm looking at the information. So one of the things I want to point out is there's a lot of talk about this deep space I'm sorry, deep state government. It's supposed to be like the government behind the government. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it. I've done research. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I've always heard of that term. But in a press conference last week, um, number 45 actually mentioned deep space government. It was, I mean, it was kind of shocking. He just, he mentioned it in a way saying that, um, uh, what is his name? Pompeo, who's the Secretary of State, and his entire and the entire State Department are part of this "quote unquote" deep state government. So that was really interesting. Um, and then another thing that came out is the FBI actually sent out an alert to law enforcement just last week, where they said that there are white supremacists and these extremist groups right. that are telling their followers to spread the disease, uh, spread the virus to non-white people, mm-hmm. you know, by even like spitting on handle hand knobs and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So I've been, I've been looking at that. Um, so I don't know, what do you, what do you think about all of this? Um, this all, it makes me dizzy. It's a lot. Um, I'm overwhelmed. Um, I know the numbers are fast growing and, uh, the one thing we can say about this coronavirus is that it does not discriminate. So, you know, whether or not there is, I mean, when you say, um, you know, the conspiracy through it all, I mean, people are losing their lives and it, it, it I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm just like at, at a loss of words as I sit behind my TV and just stay up to date with everything. And my phone is constantly going off and, you know, the numbers of people are dying and it's rising and, you know, then you have the white supremacists like that one hit me today. And I'm like, oh, my God, like as if the evils that be, you know, don't feel like they've already won. Like what else? Um, you know, so I understand, you know, just keeping your immune system uh, up to par. So I'm taking my vitamins and uh, trying not to, um, you know, make contact with other humans. Like, how hard is that? Like, this is this is nerve wracking. Um we have New York City's Governor Cuomo. He's been on the TV daily and he's been keeping um, New Yorkers and New Jerseyans just the same up to date, you know, just minute by minute with what's happening. And I have to give him credit for having what I'm going to call um, great bedside manner in keeping everybody up to date. He has um, a sense of um, like great sensitivity to what's going on. And he seems to be speaking straight from the heart. And, you know, I love when somebody knows how to say, I don't know. 
Like I, I, I can't stand somebody, you know, who just tries to know everything and, you know, bounce around questions. And, you know, I was watching President Trump, you know, in a press conference and they just they just asked him, you know, what do you want to say today to scared Americans? And he just responded and he goes, you know, what I want to say is that you're a bad reporter. You know, you and these other reporters, you know, uh, sensationalizing everything. And and it was just like even in that moment, it just was like, wow, and this is our president right now. Like it was just so like disheartening to like watch, you know, just everybody's behavior around this. Because um, I, I would have just appreciated if he said, you know, I don't know what to say right now. Things are out of control. We got people dying. You know, he there's so many ways he could have flipped that, you know, just to come off as though he really had a heart and he cared. But, you know, everybody's true self is coming out right now. Um, and this is a time we really have to, as, although we're distant, we have to be really tighter and together. I agree. Um, I agree. That, that that you know it's it's a little it's a little yin and a yang, but <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. I agree. So so um yeah, it's I, I you know I think uh most of our future podcasts are going to touch on this because we're all living through it now. This is not something that's going to be over next week, and you know life is going to go back to how you know pre there's there's pre coronavirus and then there's post coronavirus, and we haven't even got to post you know you know, after, after Corona, we're, we're not there yet. So, um, I definitely want to explore this in our future podcast. One of the things, like I said, I want to really get into is, um, the 5g. Um, I want to talk about the, um, supposed vaccine, um, that is being, uh, made as we speak. And then I also want to talk about what this means in terms of, um, the elections that are mm-hmm. supposed to happen, will they happen? Um, will this suspend the elections? Um, would that effectively keep number 45 as the president for the next, you know, four years? So all of that, I think, can be discussed. Um, I, you know, I'm excited to talk about that in some of our future episodes. Right. So, well, yep. I, yeah, in yep. the future episodes, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where we're going to be in the future with all of this. You know, what is the world going to look like? Um, you know, how is, I, I would hope for the best, what is our outcome going to be with yep. all of this, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, see. You know how we don't know how to transition. Cause the next thing that we got is the weekend dick report. And oh, I'm just glad boy. to be here. How are you glad? <laughs> <sighs> okay. So I can take off my glasses, right? Is it okay? <clears throat> can I clear my throat? Okay. Yes. The, uh, coronavirus is like heavy talk and, Oh boy. But when we get here, somehow I smile. <laughs> Listen here. Okay. So it is the weekend D report. And, um, all right. So here, listen up. Are you with me? Sean, are you there? All right. So one of our listeners has been with her guy for a while and they are pretty adventurous sexually. He keeps her satisfied and he has opened up to her, um, And they've done things before and he makes her feel comfortable and free. And he has always said that he likes having sex while she is menstruating. She tried it and absolutely hates it. Everything about it completely grosses her out, but he is very insistent on it. What should she do? Mm. Goodness. Who wants to go to the Valentine's Day massacre? (laughs) The red, the red wedding, Game of Thrones. I mean, come on. Okay, okay. I'm, I mean, that's a kink I have, I, I've, I've never heard about. Now, I mean, you know, there are some, there are some men that men that just, you know, they don't care. Like, we'll put a towel down and you know, get it popping. God bless him. 
Right. But it, oh. Okay. I got to put my glasses back on because I feel like this is like a GYN question. <laughs> Fucking stressed well, out. Fuck she's it. saying what should she do? I mean, just, you know, it's your body is your temple. Like, you don't want to do it, then you don't have to. I mean, I can just imagine, you know, you're running away when it's that time of the month, like going to hiding or something. I don't know. Like, is he, I don't, that's real. It's, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> because. The truth of the matter is, you know, men do hide when, you know, that it is that time. And that's what side chicks are for. <laughs> so they get you on a schedule. <laughs> men, are, men are trifling like that. Imagine if men got their period. It's like, girl, Donnie got his period, so I got to call Jake. Like, he's, he's, he's out of commission for a few days. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great, right? Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, my gosh. I would be cheating. But don't you I, – I, I know, like, for me – <laughs> I, it you you probably like your horniest right before your yeah. What is that about? I don't know. The Chris a cruel world out here. It's, it's a conflict of interest. Crazy. Literally, it is a conflict of interest. Come on, it really is. Know. That's the craziest thing. Like you want to get somebody, you jump out the window right at that right at that point, yeah. and then, then you know, like okay, well it's coming. But I mean, sis, you don't. You don't want to invite nobody to the red wedding. You ain't got to invite nobody. Party one. But, okay. But I feel like it's different for everybody because um, I have a friend from years ago. And I remember she would tell me, actually, I think like he's her husband now, but she would tell me that, you know, like he loved that time. You know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't care. Like he was, he was down. Like he would tell her, plug up. You understand where I'm going with this? Cotton, stick it up, shower, plug up. And he would even he would even go down there. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" She's like, "Yeah." Like he was eating ass and everything. I was like, "Wow!" Like, tell me more. What, what? else? What else he do? And what kind of yeah, superhuman is this? I don't know. But I was like, "Does he have a brother?" Because let me go take my Motrin and get my cramps together. I was getting dressed while she was telling me, "Like we all going on a double date." <laughs> I was like, "That's because once I don't have cramps, I'm ready to go." Like, should I still? You know, I'm rets. But oh wow, I was like, "Wow!" He sounded like he was such a good time, like around the clock. Like I can't, but then, but then I will say this if, okay, see if you put in your, cause there are dudes that put their face down there. That part right there is like, you give no fucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you are Dracula on some other shit. Like for real, (laughs) you better get back in your coffin. The fuck is wrong with you? Like, Ooh, no, there, that, that's another thing. Some dudes really for those right there. Like I'm worried for like, I'm worried. No, no, I'm worried because I would look at it like, like, ooh, you, you probably, you're sick. You probably got something. Like, mm-mm. Like, I don't, like, that's how I would have to look at it. Like, you just do this with everybody? Like, mm, I, 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 mm, I don't know about you. Then I would look at him like that. Like, no. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I think, sis, you don't like it. Keep that, keep the Red Wedding as the, the Valentine's Day massacre. You ooh. ain't got to invite nobody. <laughs> He's like, it is a tone. Listen, I, we got a Tony Montana scene in this bedroom, and he is like, like I'm, I'm like, who wants to be invited to the murder scene? I have seen, man, I, mm. I, I remember one time I went to, um, it was five times. Yeah, plenty. <laughs> I love when people be saying that one time, like, no one, but go ahead. I'm listening. One time, one time I, mm-hmm. I went to Miami. This was like years and years ago, and I went with this guy, and last week. it was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what happened last week? <laughs> oh, it was years ago. Anyway, mm-hmm. 
we went on vacation and it happened to be that time of the month. So, you know, you don't want to ruin the whole vacation. So I swear, like, it was like a, a, a hotel room in Miami. Everything was white. Everything. Mm. And, you know, like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, <gasps> I felt so bad for the cleaning people. Like, just, you're going to have to throw all of this away. This ain't, this ain't going to benefit nobody. It was oh, oh, really? a crime scene. Like, yeah, who would have thought it was? Get the white towel. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. No. So, yeah, I don't, mm, sis, just. You, I mean, you don't, you don't want to do it. You don't want to, you don't, you don't have to do it. You want to, you don't have it's to. Like, it's like, it's so many other things you could do short of that. You know, you want to know something dip. she should be like, she should, what does she don't give head or nothing? Like what's the problem? Well, it, it sounds like he has a kink for it. Like he likes it a lot. Mm, that's you like, know? that's like sex with pregnant women. You ever heard about those? Yeah. I, girl. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me if you can. I want to tell you, brother. I may have a gut after we finish eating, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's your thing? Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, you just yeah. If you don't want to, you know, some if some guys are cool with it, I'm just I'm like, mm, nah. You know, but if you want to, it's like three days. If you, you want do it to. at the end, you know. Look, you still trying to work. <laughs> it's still it's still having it though. So what you're telling her is still do it, but just don't do it when you're heavy. Is that what you're saying? Maybe so, because you know, like it, you do, you know, if you're doing it at before your period, it'll it'll cause your period to come faster when you have sex. You know, like it'll it'll speed it up. It kind of messes with your clock sometimes. Oh, I <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like we're I feel like we're we're, we're gyns right now. <laughs> I'm I'm so done with this. I I gave sis. I gave you good advice. This you can is, do what you want just, with it. I'm just done. don't do it. I, yeah, no. I feel like I'm at the like yeah. You don't like it, then don't do it. Like just that simple. Like that's it. If you don't like it, hey, I don't like it. That doesn't make me feel comfortable. You know, then that's really just it. But just know that he might come home with blood on his dick. <laughs> next, he may come home with some something that ain't yours the next week. He might he might go get it somewhere else. If that's what he wants, if that's what Dracula wants, he's going to go out and get it. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. Oh, what the? Yeah, I, Man, okay. I want to do over a weekend because oh, I wanted yeah, some okay. good. You know how you, you, yeah. know how you be you know how you be wanting some good, good. This is mm-hmm. okay. Sis, that, I hope. But, 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 but mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to just tell her, just relax. <laughs> Just relax. Just take it easy, cause you know that means he's really into you too. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on, relax. Oh, yeah. just take, take, you should be flattered just a little bit. Be, you know what I'm saying? Be flattered just a little bit, cause he could run and, and be like, "I'm gonna leave you alone this week." You know, I'm gonna you know leave you alone, and you know he's still fucking. You know what I mean? Then be the ones that's still fucking. Then miss a beat. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> think they slick. Then miss a damn beat. Still busting his nuts regularly. Talking about, you know, just, just thought I'd bring by, you know, a little ice cream. You know, you got little cravings and stuff, you know. Regularly. You know, them be the ones, them be the ones giving you your mm-hmm. time. No, so if you're still trying to get, like, take it take it as a compliment just a little bit. I'm not saying you got to give in, but be flattered just just a little bit. I can go on and on about this, but we can stop now. So anyway. All right. No, because we are at That's My Jam. That's, that's My Jam. That's My Jam. Yeah. That's My Jam. All right. All right. All right. Hey, what you got so, for us, Sean? What you got? All right. So this week is My Jam. 
all is my jam. So I'm gonna take y'all back to 1996, Ooh. where Ready or Not, the song by the Fugees from their second album, The Score. You remember this? I know you remember this. So the chorus was based on Ready or Not, Here I Come by the Delphonics. I used to, mommy used to listen to that. I, used to, I remember that song. And it was Barack Obama's favorite song. That's so, why we love Barack. Mm-hmm. So little known fact is that the Fugees were actually sued by the new age singer Enya. I remember her because she used to like sing, like she used to yodel, I think. Um, so she said that they sampled um, one of her songs without the permission. So she was actually going to sue them, and then um, then they settled out of court. And you know, they, Fuji's has been—they've been saying like that was their kind of lesson in copyright infringement because they were glad that she was able to, you know, settle it out of court. She said, "Well, she did it because they weren't gangster rappers like she was told." <laughs> oh, okay. So if you remember the video, it had like helicopters, explosions. There were like sharks and all these chase scenes, and you know, grabbing a bag, and they spent. This was like the era of like the huge budget videos. They said they spent almost uh, 1.5 million dollars on this video. So um, it came out right around the time that Lauren Hill was. She had left the Fugees and then she came back and then she left again. And you know now we understand that she had a relationship with White Club, which I think was kind of the reason for her um, being all wishy washy. I don't know, but. Uh, Ready or not, here, here I come. I come. That was, let me tell you, just just on the real, like when that song came on, there's certain songs that come on, and you just know, and you wear whatever you doing, you gotta just listen. There's a few songs that I'm a, I can name two of them about Biggie. We'll go through that, but right, this song came on. It just it had a beat where it's like you don't even really have to dance. All you doing is just bobbing your head and listening to the melody yes you know and then of course we listened to lauren hill singing you know she was singing but and then she rapped at the end and like tore up everybody else she killed that verse and that was like i play my enemies like a game of chess like i'm okay because it's woman's month see i got excited when you said this was gonna be your jam because i'm like that's my jam too and listeners i know y'all are like that's my jam too this is the jam. So um, again, because it's Women's Month, I want to give a special shout out to Lauren Hill. Um, in this era, I'm just, you know, I'm, I love hip hop. And to have had a woman of such class and caliber, I mean, she was a dope lyricist, she was a singer, and she was even an actress. So I don't know if you remember, she did Sister Act, and I mean, she, she was killing, and she's from Jersey, so I mean, come on. Um, killing Me Softly, she did the Roberta Flack, I mean, she, and beautiful voice, and I mean, when she flowed, I, mean, I and I just love how she was like. These with Porgy and Beth. Yeah, what, she, what, why are you imitating Al Capone? I be meaning Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ah, that right there, and I just can't help but think of, and not to diss or say anything about the female rappers today but see these young girls you know today rapping versus what we had i mean look at lauren had all her clothes on you get what i'm saying she had her natural hair she had beautiful brown brown skin um and i mean she stood tall with men and you know what i mean she was the only female in the girl she was little too and she was fitting like she was she was really she was the she weapon always, the she, she always the dusted weapon. them because I never looked at prize or white no, as no. like rap artist. She was 
the she was, she was the secret, like she was, um, she was the weapon of the group. And I mean, if you take, I mean, really, if you were to take uh, the City Girls, you take Meg Thee Stallion, you take Remy Ma and you bring Cardi B and you all tell them like, hey, listen, like we need to battle Lauren Hill. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm I don't just, know either. Oh, and and Lauren in the prime, I don't know either. I agree ooh, with you. Like that would like, know. ooh, that's like bringing Mike Tyson to a fight and telling him he needs to fight. Um, say I don't even want to put it out there. Because <laughs> then I'm I sorry. Mean, anybody, if you, you got, if you go it. to Mike, yeah, it's, it's it's like it's no battle. It's not even. Text you with some witches brew if you do do. <laughs> what in some Gore-Tex and sweats? I make treks like I'm homeless. <laughs> I had to. I remember having to rewind that. Like what? Because remember Gore-Tex? Remember the Gore-Tex boots? Uh-huh. Oh, I had Gore-Tex boots. Gore-Tex I know. And sweats. I, I can do what you do. Easy. Believe me. Fronting niggas give me heebie-jeebies. Like yeah, she was disinduced, and I just love the whole while you imitating Al Capone. Like oh man. So yeah, I, I was loving it, and this was this verse. Like to this day, like that comes on old school at noon. And this this right here will play like it like it just came out yesterday. This is this is this is my jam. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Absolutely, right. absolutely. So moving on, uh, we want to support our black businesses uh, today. We are going to give it to Miss Shaquita Hicks of Mississippi. Um, this is a segment of the show where we believe in supporting products and services made for us by us. As you know, um, that's always big for us to do and we're big supporters and we always want to, um, you know, touch one another in that way. And, uh, like I said, uh, Shaquita Hicks of Mississippi, she's the founder and CEO of answer two, four, seven solutions, which is a telephone staffing agency specializing in connecting black moms with legitimate work from home. Uh, she works with top name brand to fortune 500 companies. Her business is very important today. And we just want to give you the crown sister, especially because in this time where everybody's quarantining, companies are shutting down. We know that you are keeping us employed. So hats off to you. Mm-hmm. How can we get in touch or get people in touch with her? Absolutely. I think, oh, you know, I ha- I saw online she has, if you text remote mommy, R-E-M-O-T-E-M-O-M-M-Y to 77948, you can learn about the opportunities that she has. So hats off. To hats her. off to you. Yes. Yes. Love it. All right. Well, we've come to the end. Oh, Wow. Y'all yep. gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna give me my propers for my singing skills. Anyway, please y'all subscribe to that's what I'm saying the podcast. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher. I gotta check in on Stitcher because I don't know if I paid them their five dollars. Anyway, tune in and Spotify. You can watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. Also, follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. We're also on Facebook, That's What I'm Saying, and Twitter, TwizPod TV. You can even email us, y'all, That's What I'm Saying, podcast at gmail.com. You can even visit our website, www.thatswhatimsayingpodcast.com. So, Shatara, how are we going to sign out here? Well, you can always catch us at TwizPod TV. Email us at that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at that's what I'm saying podcast.com. And you can text the word twist pod to 31996. Again, that's the word twist pod, T W I S P O D, to 31996 to be in the know and to stay up to date on my upcoming comedy shows, as well as our podcast and TV events. 
Again, thank you all for joining us. We love you. Till next time. Peace. Peace out.